0: Was anxiety one of the best things that ever happened to me? Well that sounds a bit odd, but when you begin to uncover the gifts that anxiety brings to your life, you will change your relationship with anxiety forever. So we're going to dive more into that today. I'm also going to share with you an action plan, some tips and things I would do if you're experiencing anxiety and want to begin to dial it down and get your life back. And actually, when I say take your life back, I'm actually referring to feeling less anxious, but definitely more empowered. You are listening to the Mindset Change Podcast, and I'm your host, Paul Shepard, helping you change your mindset so you can transform your life forever. If you've not yet subscribed, hit the little plus button on your app because it will help the show grow. And more importantly, so you won't miss another episode. So welcome back. My anxiety story and how anxiety woke me up to create a life I have now. If you are suffering with anxiety and stress or any other type of mindset, then please do reach out for one-to-one coaching or come and join one of my online workshops to help begin the process of setting you free. Now, trying to do this all by yourself, commendable, but it's often a trick of the ego who wants to keep things as they are, no matter how painful they can feel for you. Illogical, it seems, I know, but hey. At the devil you know, right? Well, according to the ego. Anyway, if you are struggling with anxiety, I just want to offer you some hope that you can heal. Anxiety is the messenger we try to shoot as we often don't want to listen to what it's trying to say. Your mind and body will send anxiety your way to knock on your door. And if you don't listen, if you fight it or distract yourself from it, then it will just simply knock louder and it will keep on knocking until you let it in and listen well that's easier said than done but hey we don't tend to make changes in life unless there's some pain involved to try and move away from and your mind and body knows this so let's answer the door I promised you some practical tips for you to action today some of these helped me immensely and others would have made such a big difference if I'd known about them at the time so let's focus on the core basics which I'm going to be honest with you I wasn't getting these right at all. In fact, even when I began to discover what I should be doing, guess who unconsciously sabotaged that whole process? I think for a few reasons. One was that I was used to these habits. I wanted to keep them. Secondly, I think a big part of me was worried about what would life be like without anxiety. I was so used to being hypervigilant that feeling peaceful, calm, Relaxed, joyful—that seemed a bit too alien. And also, I was under the illusion that when I was controlling and hyper vigilant, that I felt safer. It's a strange thing. Even though I felt anxious, I believed that was going to be the best way to manage my reality because it was what I was used to. It was something that was so familiar to me. And these basics were not discussed with me, by the way, with any talk therapy that I had. And I think this is where talk therapy, um, somatic therapy, any type of healing modality gets it wrong, which can leave a client really struggling and wondering, why isn't this working for me? Well, it's not on you. It's on the practitioner. I'm sorry this is controversial, but it's something that I passionately believe in because I hear it all the time. And people say to me, why has no one told me this? Why has no one helped me with just the core basics? Because I see client after client making such huge progress just by beginning to get these right. And if there was any resistance, we dealt with that unconscious part that might be trying to sabotage their progress. They were long overdue an upgrade and it was nice that they got it just to re-emphasize, no amount of talk therapy or inner child healing or whatever healing modality you go for will help you heal anxiety if one of the major sources is something physical. So for example, if your gut microbiome is really off, you can experience anxiety. If your mitochondria, which power your cells, are off, you can experience anxiety. The what, you might be asking? Now, that's not important, to be honest, because these core basics can cover those bases. So let's dive into them. Now, is anxiety asking you to get more quality sleep? You need seven to nine hours each night. And the average person in the UK and in the US gets less than seven. That's a lot of exhausted people wandering around trying to get through their day. Now, there are various industries that are colluding in a way to keep you awake because when you're asleep, you're not consuming their products. In fact, Reed Hastings, CEO of Netflix, declared a war on sleep. If you're awake throughout the night, binge-watching one of their latest TV shows, in their eyes, they're winning. They don't care about your health. They just want you to consume, consume, consume. So if you suspect that your sleep isn't in the best place right now, then I would use an app or a tech wearable that can measure your sleep overnight just to get a sense of where you are right now. I use an Aura ring. Um, I changed a lot of my habits just from that, and it made such a big difference to my sleep quality. Though I'm just going to be honest about my sleep thing. Um, I had really bad insomnia, and I think this is the one area that I dragged out the most. My ego wanted to go to bed when it wanted to go to bed. It did not want to be told that I had to be in bed by 10 to get a decent night's sleep. And until I address that, I would drag out my evenings and find some way to stay up. Sound familiar? So is anxiety asking you for the tools it needs for your body to help you heal and function properly? In other words, are you giving your body what it needs to regenerate with nutrition. Even the smallest tweaks can make such a big difference. So increasing your plant fiber, increasing your gut microbiome diversity with fermented foods like sauerkraut, kimchi, miso soup, kefir milk, kombucha, sourdough bread, all makes a difference because they have shown the more diverse your gut microbiome, the healthier we are mentally and physically. So begin to dump the junk. And that's another industry, isn't it? That doesn't care about you. They have a whole team of marketers trying to make their food the most exciting and tastiest product using salt, fat, and sugar to keep you hooked. We are being conned left, right, and center. So rebel and take your life back. Now, this basic is something that I think most people struggle with. And that is simple hydration. Are you drinking enough water? If you are, amazing. But for a lot of people, that kind of guilty look when I ask them, and they're like, oh, it could be better. Um, It's really important because being dehydrated adds way too much pressure to your nervous system, which is struggling. And if you just work out, because it's a personal thing, work out what you personally need to consume, And you can do that using water calculators you can look up online, all the better and find a way to make it a new habit for yourself. So having that water bottle on your desk or uh, in your handbag, because having a visual cue makes all the difference in reminding you to act on your habit. You might know where I'm going next, but yep, exercise. Are you moving around enough? Exercise has far too many health benefits for me to mention here but it does boost essential neurochemistry needed to feel good. Don't underestimate the power of a simple good walk or getting away from your desk for a mini stroll and stretch. Exercise has been shown to be more powerful than antidepressants and it's an incredible way to boost your mitochondria health. Now in today's capitalist society, Uh, You should be as productive as possible. I wonder how many of you roll out of bed literally onto your desk to start your day. It's not great that we are promoting a lifestyle which is like living in captivity. We might as well live in a zoo. I wonder how often you're getting outside. But we're not talking about exercise here. We're talking about are you trying to do too much in your day? So nervous system management the pressure people are putting themselves under, usually from a fear of not being seen as good enough or they feel guilty that they're not doing enough. A bit of imposter syndrome can begin to creep in as well. So people work continually much harder than they need to. There are all sorts of reasons as to why a person is simply doing too much combined with not even relaxing when they get home as they're finding more stuff to do to keep themselves busy. Sometimes that's a way of distracting ourselves from our thoughts and our feelings. Quite convenient. There can be lots of reasons as to why relaxing can feel actually stressful for some people. They can feel agitated if they're sitting down due to being triggered by guilt. an unconscious program to simply do more. Learning to relax, training yourself to move beyond these programs so you can give your nervous system a rest will be one of the best things you could ever do. You can begin to do that with some of my NSDR episodes, which are known as non-sleep deep rest. Not only are they a great way to reset and refresh your mind, but they are a great way to train yourself to begin to relax. They are my most popular episodes. Just let you know. Here's something else I was getting badly wrong. Was well, breathing. I mean, how can we get breathing wrong? But yep, anxiety was asking me to stop being a mouth breather and it was asking me to breathe in through the nose and gently down to my diaphragm. When you extend your exhale through the mouth or through your nose, you're triggering the parasympathetic nervous system and it tells the brain you are safe. When we breathe in, we stimulate the sympathetic. So we feel a bit more alert. So if you're over-breathing with lots of shallow panting, you're triggering the sympathetic, which is part of your survival response. When you extend your exhale, and especially if you uh, extend it down to the belly, so slow and low, you begin to take pressure off of your nervous system because you're triggering the parasympathetic. And then you can begin to trigger your own innate healing ability. So... Learning to breathe slowly, gently and deeper took pressure off of my nervous system and that is how I began to learn to relax. And if you can get those core basics right and make sure that you begin to work on anything preventing you from doing them, it will be the gift that keeps on giving. There are some other things that anxiety asked of me which made a huge difference the more I began to explore. So anxiety asked me to wake up and become much more present, mindfully present. I was living on autopilot, ruminating on the past, and creating terrifying visions of my future. They were so dark, it used to worry the hell out of me. Now, I didn't know at the time how to do mindfulness, but the more I began to explore it, it kind of didn't make sense a lot of the time. Though so I remember... When someone told me that my thoughts were not real, and this is another thing anxiety asks of us, it says, don't believe your thoughts, and even don't believe your feelings. Be curious about them instead. So when I learned that thoughts are not real, I remember crying. Sounds a bit weird, I know, but I did. I cried because I believed my thoughts all this time. I thought, if I'm thinking it, it must mean something. I didn't know that with mindfulness, I'd be able to step back and observe my thoughts and begin to shift my attention to what really mattered in the moment. By becoming present, we become free. Free from the stores of the past, free from stores of the future. And it's something that when I teach clients, I can see the joy and liberation in their faces, that for a moment, they're free from their anxiety, free from any problems. Because we all have this little problem solver inside of us. I can really relate to that. Do you, where you have this little voice that's trying to fix things, trying to worry about things, trying to keep you safe. And it's doing its best. It's what it thinks it should do. But when we move into the present moment, we become free from that problem solver because there are no problems in this present moment to solve for free. And in fact, one thing I love about this exercise of being present is right now, I have everything I need. Everything I need. Yep. Truly abundant. I'm warm. I'm safe. Might be a little bit hungry because I'm recording this very early in the morning. But that's it. I am free. I'm abundant. I'm connected to myself. I'm loving what I'm doing right now because I'm talking to you. Fully engaged in the here and now in this present moment. When you practice mindfulness, if you can train yourself to be more present, you get to fully experience life awake. Fully engage with the people you're with and maybe connecting in healthier ways than you've ever done before. Fully appreciating what you're experiencing right now. And this is where we can begin to drop resistance because resistance tends to be a future idea of what we should be experiencing, how we think we should be, what we think we should have, which are future concepts. But the reality is, in this present moment, this is all we have. Reality is exactly as it is. It's our perception of it which often determines how we feel. And we have the ability to change our perceptions. How amazing is that? That you have that power right now. So my advice is really learn and train your mind to be present. And meditation is also a wonderful way to get in contact with yourself, to connect with who you really are, to begin to do some healing. And that's the other thing anxiety asked me to do: healing. I had so much trapped trauma inside of me from my past, which was feeding into outdated programs, core beliefs which distorted how I experienced my reality. It made me very controlling and very anxious. Now, healing changed that program and changed the way I experienced the present moment and how I saw my future. Because remember, your past creates a distorted lens in how we experience the present moment, how we can experience predicting the future. The more you begin to heal yourself, the more you begin to see reality as it really is. You begin to change that lens in how you begin to experience your reality. Now, I know meditation, I've mentioned it just now, is hard because the ego doesn't often want to listen to what you have to say deep inside. It's uncomfortable with getting to know your thoughts and feelings. You can feel vulnerable when you're meditating because you don't know what you're going to experience. But I promise you, it's a gift that keeps on giving. And my meditations contain a lot of subconscious training. I trained as a hypnotherapist, so I always add in positive, empowering suggestions for you to work with your mind and connect with who you really are, because that will be the source of all of your change. Remember that 95% of your brain's activity is in the subconscious mind, so it makes sense to do the work there. So use my meditations. They're guided. You can easily follow them. And I promise you that the deeper you connect to your true self, you will turn up the volume and be able to hear your intuition helping you with much more clarity to navigate this incredible life of yours. And keep reminding you that in every present moment, you are always free. Remember, you are so much more than your protective ego thinks and believes you are. Always, 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 always. The challenge here is to help your ego evolve so it begins to believe the truth too. Anxiety did ask a lot of me. One more thing that I'm going to mention here because I could go on for quite a while is anxiety told me that I was not living a life with purpose. I was disconnected from myself and what I truly needed emotionally and physically. I'd been abandoning myself. So anxiety was my way of beginning to come back to who I really was and how I really wanted to live. I was working in a career that meant nothing to me other than the paycheck at the end of the day. And I was often working in toxic environments which I struggled to leave. On Monday, I was wishing it was Friday. And this went on for years. Being out of alignment is painful for us. And anxiety is a message to address this issue for quite a few of us. So listen. Listen if you can and begin to think about what is missing in your life right now. Are you living a life with purpose? And if you don't know where to start, find out your values. Look online, find a values test and get a sense of what is important to you and how you could be living your life to match those values because that's where our purpose begins to come from. Like you, I was lost and confused. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Despite, oddly, i had been training in this area from a very young age. But for some reason, I didn't think this was going to be a career that would pay my bills. So for some reason, I did this as a part-time thing, in a way not taking it seriously. Was that sabotage or something else? Whatever it was, it held me back nicely from stepping outside of a uncomfortable familiar zone of working in toxic environments and doing something which would have been taking a risk and setting me free. Crafty, isn't it? Just to round things up with something else. Anxiety asked me to stop fighting it. it. Asked me to listen. It asked me to accept it. It asked me to surrender. It asked me to let go. And when I did that, when I began to see anxiety as something that was giving me gifts, and I felt grateful for that, that changed my relationship forever. What is anxiety giving you? What is it asking you to do? What steps from this podcast episode can you begin to take today? And if you need help, do reach out for one-to-one coaching or come and join one of my online groups. There's a WhatsApp community. There's a Patreon community. The links are in the show notes. You have a wealth of options available to you to help yourself move on from your anxiety experience into something that is... Much way in the less of anxiety, but much more in the way of feeling empowered. Do not let anxiety trick you into thinking that you cannot get better. That you have to keep those old habits because that's just the way you live your life. And hey, it's who you are and you're never going to change. And we have to call bullshit on that because you are capable of doing so much more than you think you are. You are always so much more than you think you are. And I'll always champion that with you every time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know what you think. Uh, Please share, please subscribe, please leave me a review. And I look forward to connecting with you in the very next episode. Have an incredible day.